I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. We're talking today about Alzheimer's disease. Now there's no known cure. Treatments are very limited as to what kind of results we get with it. But we are finding now in the research that there are things that you can do to help keep the brain healthy throughout your entire life, no matter how old you are. Because we do know that with people with Alzheimer's disease, if we autopsy their brains out, we look at it, there's something called amyloid plaques, protein that builds up in certain parts of the brain, and that's affecting the memory. So we know that. The question comes up is what's causing that? Where is that coming from? And so now we talked earlier about uh, weed killer binding to something called zinc, which is a mineral. And zinc is the thing, one of the things that helps create these proteins and make them work properly. Without the zinc, the proteins may change their structure. So that's one approach. We talked about sugar. That's another approach. We're going to cover that a little further. But now we're talking about things that you can do throughout your life. Cut out the sugar, uh, cut out the wheat, cut out the dairy products. Because casein is a protein that we don't have an enzyme to digest. You need an enzyme called renin to break down the casein. And we as humans don't produce renin, as per, certainly as, as, as uh, adults. And these proteins, when they get into the body, can cause an inflammatory reaction. And that can cause problems. So cutting out wheat, cutting out dairy products are the two things that I recommend everybody try. Give it a shot. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. So what? I'm not wrong. But give it a shot. Cut it out for three, four weeks. Cut it out for two weeks. No wheat, no dairy. Not a bite, not a, not a sip, not nothing. And at the end of two weeks, I want you to go back, try dairy first. Do that for a couple of days. Cut out the dairy, then do the wheat and see how you feel. I've never had anyone in my 35 years of seeing patients say, wow, doc, I felt so much worse when I cut out the wheat and the dairy and then I felt better. So give it a shot. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And the nice part about nutrition is this. A lot of what you have to do is passive, not active. I'm asking you not to do certain things. You got to optimize the bacteria in your colon because most of us are being exposed to low-level antibiotics every single day. If you're eating commercial meats and dairy products, chances are they have, they've been given antibiotics, so they build up in your body. Uh, if you use chlorinated water, fluorine in your toothpaste, these are all things that can kill bacteria in your colon. Cell phone radiation can kill bacteria. Cell phone radiation changes the molecular structure of the cells and opens up what's called the, the calcium channels. So calcium outside the cell pours to the inside of the cell and that can cause damage to your DNA and your mitochondria. So that's why I'm not a big fan of cell phones, especially close to your important organs like your genitals or your heart. If you have a cell phone, carry it in your hand, put it far away, put it in your coat pocket if you have to, leave it in your car. Don't carry cell phones next to your body for any length of time, they're very dangerous. And don't even speak into your cell phone if it's next to your ear. Read the directions. It clearly says, do not put next to your ear. If you read that little packet that comes with your cell phone, hold it at least an inch away from your ear. But these are things that can kill off bacteria. And the gut bacteria is so important. One of the products we have, one of our, well, all our products are extremely popular. It's Dr. Joe's Probiotics. And it's on the website, drjoe.com. And the probiotics are so popular because when you start to recolonate the colon with good bacteria, all sorts of things happen. I've done many shows on guts and brain function and vagus nerve and how different things travel between the gut and the brain. All of those are on my website, drjoe.com. Or if you have a podcast service, it's called For the Health of It, which is the title of my first book, Eating Right for the Health of It. My second book is called Prescription for Extreme Health, which is also on the website. 
But the probiotics, huge. Had a friend of mine call me the other day. Her granddaughter had thrush and didn't know what to do. So they brought it to the doctors. And the doctor said, yeah, it's thrush. It's a yeast infection. And now we can try to kill off the yeast. And there's drugs you can take. But many times those drugs can affect the liver adversely. So what we want to do, and I said to the, the, my friend whose daughter-in-law had the baby, I said, did she just come off a round of antibiotics? And the, question, and the answer was yes. So the antibiotics killed the good bacteria, didn't kill off the yeast. The yeast invaded the blood system, got into the mouth, and created the thrush. So you got to get on the probiotics. I take probiotics on a regular basis because it keeps my immune system strong as well. So that's on the website as well. We're talking today about options now, this part of the show, options on what you can do to help prevent brain malfunction, things like Alzheimer's. Uh, reduce your overall calorie consumption. This is tough because as you get older, you need less calories. How many people as you get older have a tough time losing weight aside from me? Everybody. So our body, our metabolism is changing dramatically. Good bacteria can help the metabolism, but also cutting back on how much food you eat. When you're hungry, you're not hungry for food, you're hungry for nutrition. So give your body tons of nutrients. I want you to have a salad at least one meal a day. And in that salad, broccoli, cucumbers, tomatoes, avocados, uh, lettuce mix, guacamole, uh, get that nutrient level up in your body. It's going to help tremendously. I want you to have something raw at every meal. Now, when I say raw, broccoli, cucumbers, tomatoes, avocado, salad, again, raw stuff. So get the raw food into your diet, at least one thing a meal, and one meal a day should be raw. And salad is a real easy, uh, really easy way to solve that problem. So I want you to start considering this. That's going to cut down on your calories. Also want you to consider something called intermittent fasting. This is great for your brain. Because what happens is every time you eat, it takes about eight hours to digest that meal. And then you eat again. It takes eight hours to digest. So if you're eating three meals a day, you're going to eat every eight hours, 24 hours. You don't give your body a chance to heal. So what I want you to consider is this. And I do this about once or twice, sometimes three times a week. If you have a late lunch two o'clock, let's say, I want you to skip dinner. And what that's doing is eight hours after lunch, you're digesting your meal. Then after that, your body goes into the healing mode. It's able to burn fat. It's able to get the brain to work better. It's able to clean out the colon. So consider intermittent fasting. It's crazy good. And especially if you're getting older, you're getting tired all the time. You're thinking, I got to eat. No, you need to not eat to a point. And you'll be amazed how your energy starts to come back. Your stomach starts to flatten out. The brain starts working better. Really neat stuff. So that's another thing you can consider doing right now for many reasons, including cognitive function, as we're talking about with uh, Alzheimer's. Got to improve your magnesium levels. Magnesium is so important to make the brain work properly. So where do you get that from? Fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Goes back to the same four foods. Dr. Joe's Supergreens is fruits and vegetables in a powder form. Then we add prebiotics and probiotics and digestive enzymes and complete multivitamin. So the minimum supplements, Supergreens is an essential source. Please, folks, if you're not willing to do anything else, at least do that for me. It's on the website, drjoe.com. Optimize your vitamin D levels. I don't think I can do a show without talking about vitamin D. Vitamin D is so important. We're finding research for brain function, for immunity. In the winter, I don't get sick. Every now and then, I'll get a little scratchy throat. I'll take some hot teas. I'll take some extra garlic into my diet. I'll take Dr. Joe's Wellness Booster and Dr. Joe's uh, Seasonal Tonic. Those are on the website. They help my immune system get strong. And I don't get sick. And I see patients falling around me. I see coworkers falling around me. Doesn't happen. If your body's healthy, it's real hard to get sick. So vitamin D is going to be key to that. It's also, we're finding now uh, with cancer research, the importance of vitamin D. But vitamin D and Alzheimer's are very closely linked. We do find that pa Alzheimer patients are very likely to have low vitamin D. Now, 
I'm going to play devil's advocate. It could be because they just have a bad diet as well, but the vitamin D is going to be a key. Uh, on my website, we have something called Dr. Joe's Vitamin D. We also add vitamin K2 to that as well because most people don't get enough K2. Five drops a day is 5,000 international units of vitamin D. That's what you need on a regular basis to maintain. So I recommend you get your blood work done. When you get your blood work done, check your vitamin D levels. Most people are deficient unless they're on supplements. In fact, I've never seen somebody in the winter, especially, have normal vitamin D levels unless they're on supplements. You've got to supplement the vitamin D. It's vital. Get out in the sun. Sun is great in the, in the summer, about 20 minutes. If you expose your arms, you, let me, shorts and a T-shirt, let's say, let it get on your face, arms, and hands. 20 minutes in the sun is 15 to 20 minutes if you're Caucasian, maybe longer if you're dark-skinned. You're going to get about 20,000 international units of vitamin D. I'm telling you, take 5,000. And the stuff you get from the sun is even more readily usable. So get out in the sun when you can, but in the winter it doesn't matter because the sun's on a different angle. You're not getting the right sunlight. But all that's on my website, the vitamin D, the super greens, the essential source, the probiotics, doc, uh, drjoe.com. You got to eat a diet rich in folate. Vegetables, without question, are your best sources of folate. And that's why you should eat a salad every day. Also, super greens, an essential source, great sources of folate. Get those, that, that folate in your body. If you have dental fillings, I want you to have them removed. However, dental fillings that are metal, I should say. Um, However, you only want to do it when you're healthy. Now, this is kind of a a catch-22 because many people get sick because the mercury is going to crack. The mercury fillings are going to crack. They're going to leak mercury. Always do. They have to over time. So you want to go to someone called a biological dentist. This is a dentist who specializes in removing the mercury properly. Because if you just go in there and start drilling out the mercury, all that mercury is going to be released into your body. Not a good idea. But heavy metals, the body has zero need for mercury, lead, aluminum, zero need. And when you have it in your body, you got to get it out, which then goes into my next statement. Avoid aluminum, such as antiperspirants, nonstick cookware. Be careful with all that because those things have aluminum in them. Now, companies say they're safe. Who make them? Advocates of natural health say it's not safe. Why take the chance? You can get deodorants that work very well. Some of the natural ones, I'll be honest with you, don't work real well. On my website, drjoe.com, if you look under blog, or I think it's blog or articles, I have a recipe that I use. Uh, it's equal parts of coconut oil, shea butter, and baking soda. Just put it in a double boiler, mix it up. You can put some tea tree oil in there if you want to, and that works really well. It's cheap. Make it yourself. You use organic products if you want to, which I think you should. Uh, but try different deodorants and see which ones work and which ones don't. But I really want you, if you're going to do a commercial, at least do a deodorant, not an antiperspirant. Antiperspirants, by definition, have aluminum in them. And those crystal things that they have, some people, well, Doc, I use the natural crystal. That has alum in it. And alum contains aluminum. So I called the company one time and I said, come on, guys. You're saying that this is, this is natural and, and does it work? Yes, the reason it works is the aluminum clogs up your pores and you don't sweat. And they said, well, it's, you can't absorb it from there. I said, it has aluminum in it. You're touting yourself as a health, health food product or healthcare product. And it's not. So be careful with those as well. Got to start exercising. It's very important. The brain needs oxygen, stimulation, and nutrition. Those are the three things your brain needs to work properly. So oxygen is important to breathe. Most of us don't breathe properly. And especially if you have acid reflux. How many people have acid reflux? Raise your hands. Acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, chronic cough, sinus problems. Could be the stomach is pushing up through what's called the lower esophageal sphincter in your your diaphragm and acid is coming up into your throat. And if the stomach is spasmed up against the diaphragm, when you breathe, the diaphragm isn't dropping down far enough and you can't get the proper oxygen. So we adjust stomachs all day, every day. 
in our offices. We take the stomach, we gently massage it, it doesn't hurt, we pull it down away from the diaphragm. When you do that, you start digesting food, and this is not the show for that, we have many shows I've done on this topic, the world changes. People say, I want to name my kids after you. Oh my gosh, I can breathe again, I can go to the bathroom again, my brain is working better. So it's important that if you have these symptoms, you come see us or somebody who's trained to do this, and I don't know many people who are, pull the stomach away from the diaphragm. It's an adjustment, and it's amazing. Because I, I suffered for years with this. Bad breath, belching, bloating. Unbelievable. When I got mine fixed, it was like, wow, my stomach is this flat? Oh my gosh, my brain can work this good? I can sleep? I don't have horrible breath all the time? It's pretty neat stuff. So exercise is important because it gives the brain proper blood supply, but you have to have proper breathing as well. And if you're an athlete, you definitely want to get this problem fixed. So it needs oxygen for breathing. Fix the stomach, fix, fix the nerve in the neck because that's the, the fourth cervical nerve controls the diaphragm. It's called the phrenic nerve. Pull the stomach away down, get, get the oxygen. Nutrition, that's what we talk about constantly. Eat the right diet, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Stay away from alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener. We talked about the gluten, the glyphosate. Just eat a good plant-based diet. It's not hard, it's easy, and it's so much cheaper than anything you're doing right now. That's gonna give it to nutrition, and then it needs uh, input. So do things like listen to my podcast, go to my website, drjoe.com. All of this is gonna be input into your brain and exercise the brain. So not just exercising your body, exercise your brain. Oxygen, stimulation, and nutrition. Listen to the podcast, read new books, play games, uh, get, go for walks, walk on un uneven surfaces. So you have to put a lot of balance into your body that stimulates the brain. All these things are excellent for brain function. And what we're talking about today is Alzheimer's disease and what we can do to get better. Eating berries is great. They have anti-cyanidines and antioxidants, which are great. Dr. Joe Supergreen is an essential source loaded with antioxidants, great for the brain. Challenge your mind. We talk about that. So you got to get the body working the best it possibly can to help avoid Alzheimer's. And from a chiropractic standpoint, we always look to see if there's pinched nerves or blood vessels that are going to the brain. So we adjust the neck. We can adjust the whole body. How do you know you need an adjustment? That's a great question. Thought I'd ask it. Do you have pain? Neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling. If, you're not, if you have it, what are you doing about it? Getting to the cause of the problem is the approach we want to take. So if you want to make an appointment to come see us, go to our website, drjoe.com. Make an appointment right online. Call us if you want to. In the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. We would love to be your doctors. We accept most insurances. Sometimes it's out-of-network benefits, in-network benefits. If you have questions, call us because insurance is so confusing. And don't think just because there's no in-network, uh, uh, there's a lot of different ways it can cover. So it's a little weird. If you've ever been in a car accident, if the car was damaged, you were damaged. You need to come see us right away. The sooner you get to us, the better. And I say this on every show I do, and every week, people pile into our offices. Doc, I was in a car accident, never thought to go see a chiropractor for this. I just thought the pain would go away or take some pills. No, let's fix the damage. So go to my website, drjoe.com. Lots of good information there. You can't ignore sugar when it comes to brain function and Alzheimer's disease. Research uh, has shown poor Western diet affects cognitive function. I know this. And I hope you have the opportunity to learn this someday. I want you to eat a good diet for a couple of days and see how you feel. And then I want you to eat a bad diet or whatever you're eating now and see how you feel. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I'm not wrong. Give it a shot. And people, I could never give up my meat, Dr. Joe. I could never give up my ice cream. Yeah, you can. You just have to do it. No one's forcing food down your throat. You just have to make better decisions. And a lot of people say when they take super greens and essential source, their cravings start to go away because your body, when it's hungry, is hungry for food in the form of nutrition, not food in the form of junk food. So give it the nutrition that it needs and you'll be amazed. So 
Not just talking about the garden variety, oh, I forgot something, I walk in a room, why am I here? That, if that's happening to you, brain needs oxygen stimulation and nutrition. But when we start to get real serious about things, forgetting really important issues, that's when it becomes an issue. Uh, these can trigger uh, problems in the brain, and a lot of experts are now calling Alzheimer's type 3 diabetes. Because I've taught, done many shows on blood sugar and diabetes and insulin and hormones and leptin and ghrelin and signaling. I've done a lot of shows on that. You can go to my website or, or if you have a podcast service for the health of it, listen to that. But what happens is if you eat a lot of sugar, your body produces insulin. Insulin goes into the cells, opens up the cells, and allows sugar into the cells. It's kind of like a lock, a key that opens up a lock. If you produce a lot of insulin, your cells become insulin resistant. They no longer want to take insulin in they would no, because the insulin is going to open them up and let sugar in. They can't take any more sugar. The cells become resistant to the insulin. Your brain does the same thing. Your brain can become insulin resistant. And if insulin can't open up the brain cells to allow sugar in, glucose to be used as a fuel, the brain now starts to get foggy and you have brain shutdown. So type three diabetes is now we're referring it to brain function. So uh, current Alzheimer's research, paper published, uh, review suggested that Alzheimer's is fundamentally a metabolic disease in which the brain's ability to use glucose and produce energy is impaired, exactly what we've been talking about. One study, uh, the team did, uh, uh, dis dis disrupted the way the, brain, uh, in the brains in rats use insulin. The rats develop brain damage seen in Alzheimer's. So once again, eating too much sugar makes the brain resistant. And we talk about leptin resistance too. That's when you're fat, and I used to be fat, so I can say that. Your fat cells produce uh, leptin, your stomach produces leptin. And if the brain, the hypothalamus is getting bombarded with too much leptin, the hypothalamus says, stop it. I don't believe that you're, you're, you're sending me messages properly. I'm gonna become leptin resistant. Leptin makes you feel full. So if you become leptin resistant, you don't feel full, you keep eating, causing more fat to produce more leptin, create more resistance. Same thing with sugar. So with brain function, I really want you to consider cutting out your sugars, your breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas. And I have to be proud of my friends. I was at one of my friends the other day for dinner and we went out to a, a Japanese place and I had some stir fried veggies and mushrooms and it was spectacular. And he had some fish sushi and that's okay. I don't, I don't judge. And then he said, man, I can go for some dessert. And I said to him, I said, let's wait 10 minutes and let's see how you feel. So we waited 10 minutes. Waitress came by, would you like some dessert? And he looked at me and says, you know, no. And the waitress was funny. She said, uh, she said, I heard on radio that it takes 20 minutes to get the messages from your stomach to your brain. So if you wait 20 minutes, you're not going to be hungry. And my friend looked at me. He says, yeah, some guy on the radio, he, he, does, he does a nutrition show. She goes, yeah, I, I think his name is Dr. Joe. I love his show. We didn't say anything. She walked away. And I laughed. But yeah. And this is cool because she's young. She was probably, I don't know, late teens, early 20s. So many people are listening to these shows and getting it. And so then she came back later and said, yeah, it's bad for my business if people don't order dessert. But I know if I wait 20 minutes, I don't, I don't, my sugar cravings go away. So wait 20 minutes to get the message from your stomach to your brain before you start bombarding your brain with sugars. Because it, it's like we said, it's type 3 diabetes. Uh, the levels of beta amyloid in the spinal cord rose after they ate a lot of sugar. And that's from the archives of neurology. And the beta amyloid are the, uh, the proteins that get into the brain that kind of clog up the brain and can, are linked to Alzheimer's. Uh, you want to eat a good diet. Every study done, if you start eating a good diet, many of these things are reversible. And that's the good news. A lot of the damage that you've done to yourself is reversible. And there's a real good book written on Alzheimer's, and it was written by a medical doctor, and it, I think the title of the book is, What If There Was a Cure? 
And this is a medical doctor whose husband started developing Alzheimer's. She took him off all the sugar, started giving him coconut oil, which has medium chain triglycerides, which is then used as a secondary fuel. Once the brain is, isn't getting glucose anymore, it starts using medium chain triglycerides. And she documents his improvement in the book. Really cool stuff. So there's so much research out there. And so many of you don't know that there's something you can do to get yourself well. And that's why we do this show. United States, we consume 2.21 million tons of sugar. That's 14.4 pounds of sugar per capita every year. So you, the average American, is eating 14.4 pounds of sugar. Cut it out. Where do we get our sugars? Breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, desserts, sodas. An artificial sweetener, not any better. Because the artificial sweetener has chemicals in it that can adversely affect the brain as well. For example, aspartame has aspartic acid. And aspartic acid is an excitotoxin to the brain. So it's a good idea not to use artificial sweetener. And we talk about many shows, we've talked about it, how the more artificial sweetener you use, the more weight you're going to gain statistically. So you might want to cut that out as well. Stevia is fine. Lohan is fine. Uh, uh, xylitol. These are all sweeteners that you can try using in place of the sugar and the artificial sweetener. So I'm not going to pull it all from you. I'm going to give you something. I'm not going to take it all away from you. Uh, we do want to talk about uh, factory farm. Did we talk about vitamin D already? Yeah, we did talk about vitamin D. You got to get that vitamin D into your body because the vitamin D is so important. And there's also, well, let me cover that a little bit more because I got a whole nother topic. I'm trying to see. I don't have a lot of time here. Uh, researchers identified a promising way to fend off Alzheimer's disease. Research published in Neurology, the journal Neurology. I read weird journals. Found that older people with low vitamin D levels were much more likely to develop Alzheimer's compared to people with high levels of vitamin D. Vitamin D is probably the cheapest insurance policy you'll ever buy. It's on the website, drjoe.com. It's one version. If you're going to take vitamin D, make sure it's vitamin D3 and not vitamin D2. Because vitamin D3 is the natural version. Vitamin D2 is the synthetic version. Vitamin D2 has to be converted into vitamin D3. And that's a waste of time and money. So vitamin D3, uh, you can get it from different sources. You can get it from lanolin, which comes from sheep wool. Uh, you can get it from fish oil, which I'm not a big fan of because you run the risk of heavy metals, which we talked about earlier. Um, and algae makes it as well. Sunlight is going to be your best bet, of course, but in the winter, you can't get the sunlight. So if you're going to do a tanning bed or a natural light, make sure it has UVB rays in it. UVB rays convert cholesterol in your skin into what eventually is vitamin D. And vitamin D, by the way, is not a vitamin. It's a hormone. It, all, it makes things work. So you got to get the, that level up. Uh, you can get it, uh, it can be found in eggs, fatty fish like mackerel and salmon. Not a big fan of eating animal products. And one of the reasons is the fatty fish, the bigger the fish, the more likely it is to have mercury and lead and heavy metals in the fat because they've been around longer. And the big thing with mercury, I mean, it's everywhere. It, it can adversely affect the brain. So I really want you to stay away from mercury. When I was a kid, maybe you're old enough to remember this, uh, thermostats would have mercury in them, right? Remember mercury would be a little balance in there. And we'd break it open and play with the mercury, right? Roll around and try to get it together and catching it and roll around and beat it up together again. Now, if a thermostat with mercury breaks or a thermometer, you technically you're supposed to call in a hazmat team. That's how toxic this mercury is. Highly toxic poison, and yet we were kids, we played with it. So we were all exposed to it, and things can be absorbed through your skin. My concern is when it gets into the body. And if it's injected into the body, that's a bigger problem too, because it doesn't go through the digestive system. That's a filter. So... I digress, not a big fan of you eating fish because of those problems. And it's really hard to find pure fish anymore. And at least if you're going to eat fish, uh, follow Moses' advice. When Moses wrote Leviticus way back when, it has to have scales and fins and swim. So bottom dwellers, off the list. 
crustaceans off the list. Why they're scavengers and they eat junk. And now, and that was whenever Leviticus was written two, 3,000 years ago, I don't know, I wasn't there. But now the water's a lot dirtier and we have a lot more mercury and lead and chemicals settling to the bottom where crabs and oysters and shrimp will then eat those things. And that's where it's really dangerous. So I want you to consider if you're going to eat fish, it's got to be wild caught fish. And if it's going to be shrimp, it's got to be caught in the United States. Because if it's caught in the United States, chances are it's not going to be raised in other countries where they use a lot of toxic chemicals. So I've done shows on fish already before. I'm not a big fan of the fish. Um, you want to get your omega-3 fatty acids, you can get it from algae oil. Because fish don't produce omega-3s. Fish get it from these smaller fish who eat smaller fish who eat algae. So it just works its way up the food chain. The algae is the purest form of omega-3 fatty acids. That's why in my super greens, I use uh, chlorella and spirulina, which is the purest form of al is algae and the purest form of omega-3s. So running out of time, a lot more to cover. Sorry about that. If you want more information, go to my website, drjoe.com. If you want to make an appointment to come see us, drjoe.com. We have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. The supplements we talked about today, super greens, essential source, vitamin D, probiotics, all of those are on my website, drjoe.com. If you have any other questions, you can always call, send, send me a question through the website. I'm more than happy to answer your questions. And on the website, we have blogs. Uh, send us your email address. We'll put you on our email list. We send out specials and lectures that we do. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. A lot of times we live stream these lectures. And when I do live lectures, we have those available through the website as well. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Again, the website, drjoe.com. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on the WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.